What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our favorite budgeting app, Every Dollar. Rachel and I love Every Dollar because it is the easiest way to take control of your money, build the right habits, and make progress on your goals. You can download it for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Hey guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. I'm George Camel. And this is Smart Money Happy Hour. Cheers, George. Cheers. Oh, wow. Mm, that's something. <laughs> that's something to write home about. I mean, yeah. Okay, well, uh, this is the podcast for two friends who happen to be money experts. Talk about what you're talking about. I have the worst taste in my mouth. Everything from pop culture, current <laughs> events, and money. And today, Rachel, we are bringing the best of the BuzzFeed Quizzes Money Edition. Yes, we are. We love a good BuzzFeed quiz. And not only that, we have one up BuzzFeed with our very own financial quiz for all of you beautiful listeners to take at home. I know, y'all. This is going to be a great episode. We're very excited. Um, So what are we sipping on? What is this, George? Well, this is called a crown stag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about the nicest thing I can say about it. Here's the good news. It has three ingredients. So if you wanted to make oh. it at home, it's easy. I don't know that you want to, but you need to stick around till the end of the episode because I can't wait to hear Rachel's rating. <laughs> We're going to break down the cost and the recipe will be in the show notes for you. Uh, my sister-in-law, when she was growing up, she used to tell her parents that corn made her head shake. Because <laughs> she hated what? it. She'd be like, it makes my head shake. This to avoid eating vegetables, yeah, uh-huh. corn specifically, and you feel and the this, same way. I literally am like channeling this, like <laughs> it's making my head shake. But this, anyways, this oh feels God. like what they gave to children to cure scurvy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like just, just get it down the gullet. You'll be fine. So it feels medicinal, and uh, you'll you'll find out why at the end. You'll find out more at the end. But the no episode. one has drank this since scurvy existed. <laughs> I will say that. It feels like this is what you drink on a pirate ship. (laughs) Can't wait for more. Let's get to the quiz, Rachel. That's what the people are here for. Why do we love quizzes? What is America's obsession with the quiz? Man, I'll tell you, if you were a girl in like 1999, 2001, I mean, like teen magazines would have quizzes all day long. And I took every single one where it's like, learn about your dream man. And you're like, okay, I'll take this quiz. Or like, was it Winston? Was it? (laughs) Your dream man. Just a picture of him when I'm 12. No, but I even remember as a, yeah, as a kid, I always loved a good quiz. I don't know. Is is that how you felt? Well, I didn't read, I didn't read like Tiger Beat, but what I did was take quizzes in school. And I think our brains have been trained to want to be like, good boy, I will get the quiz. I will get a good grade on the quiz. Okay. I don't know if it's much that to me. It's more I think we're obsessed about learning about ourselves. And it's like if you There's can diagnose me in a sense, like even like an Enneagram or di- like any of those like personality tests, like that we came love that. We love to know about ourselves. We right? are obsessed with ourselves. We- <laughs> Welcome to America. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. That is the key. So there's a lot going on there. The magazines, the training of the education system, plus the narcissism of humanity. There we go. We got deep real quick there, Rachel. You know, it's what we do after you take a sip of that. Yeah, it brings out the truth. (laughs) So for those of you that don't know, BuzzFeed is famous for a lot of things. And one of those things is a robust library of curated and user-generated quizzes that tell you a lot of useless information about yourself, uh, like what kind of condiment you are based on your dream house. I mean, that's so funny. What do you think you would be? I'll be honest. uh, A ranch? A ranch? (gasps) I do love a ranch. Uh, not Trader Joe's Ranch, though. I will say I'm a Hidden Valley. Very specific dig Maybe at Trader Joe's. Maybe that means I'm bougie, which means my house is 
is the, I'll have a flat in London. That's like wow. what a ranch feels like. How about you? Uh, what kind of condiment would you be? I'd probably be an A1. <laughs> like rarely, <laughs> rarely useful. But when I come in, I'm, I'm like, I'm adding some spice and pizzazz. Yeah, you know when something's great and people are like a nice steak, it's like, I need A1. You're like, no, don't do it. So we're I, like, George! I save food that is about to go bad. That's what A1 does. And then you ruin really good quality food is what I ruin a lot of things. <laughs> no, I do love an A1. Yeah, because ketchup's a little too like simple. Sure. Mustard has a little kick to Oh, no, honey mustard would be nice. I'm a barbecue sauce guy. I'll be honest, in case anyone's wondering. Like, I don't know why you would choose ketchup when barbecue sauce would you go spi- Do you go spicy, mild? Yes. I want mm-hmm. a kick, yeah. a little sweet, a little spicy. I love it, That's George. the ideal sauce that for me. That feels right. That feels right. Thanks, BuzzFeed. <laughs> so there you go. Well, there are several of these quizzes based around money which is what this podcast is about, Rachel. Let me remind you. That's what the people are here for. And here's one. This is an actual title. It shouldn't be that hard to spend under $20 at Starbucks, but I don't think you can. Mm. We're going to take that quiz live, Rachel. Are we? And if you want to take it at home, listener, you can find the link to this in the show notes. But I thought it would be fun to put ourselves... This is not sponsored by BuzzFeed in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) But... I thought it would be fun because I think I'm going to beat you in this quiz. I okay. I okay. Think I can What's spend, the point of the quiz? Do you want me to try to spend twenty, or you try? To, am I just trying to? The be goal me? is to try to spend under twenty dollars while choosing the items on this that quiz. I genuinely want. Sure, you've been given a twenty dollars gift card. Here's the challenge: buy five items without exceeding the twenty dollars on the gift card. And are these items that I personally want, or am Not I trying to go under twenty? The goal is to hit under twenty. Okay. Okay, so, so question number one, first pick a cold drink. Out of the six options here, what are you going to choose? Caramel macchiato? No, again, I'm trying to st- – this isn't what Rachel would drink. No. Okay. I don't think you would drink any of this. No, I would not. Um, I'm trying to stay Also, under. this quiz is definitely sponsored by Starbucks. I can already I'm going to go caramel macchiato because everything else looks really um, fancy. Okay, next, pick a drink without coffee. Oh, 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 hot chocolate for sure. I'm going ice black tea lemonade. Next, wow. pick a Frappuccino. Those are always $19. Uh, <laughs> let's go cheapest would be espresso, right? I'm going espresso as well. Kay. It doesn't have the whipped cream on it, which makes me Kay. think it's cheaper. What uh, kind of milk no. do you want in these? Oh, gosh. Um, you got to Oh, none because that keeps I'm going to go none too. Cheap, cheap, no cheap. No milk. <gasps> ooh, food, go on, ooh. grab some food. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh, the bacon gouda egg sandwich is my favorite at Starbucks. <laughs> Wow. It's if you ever want to order for Rachel at Starbucks, now you know. I'm going to go sausage, cheddar, and egg because I used to get that when I I'm could I'm going to go bacon gluten. gouda because I think it's one of the cheapest on here. You think gouda is ever the cheapest? Enchante. <laughs> 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 Finally, pick a bakery Simmer item. Simmer down, A1. Uh, cheap, cheap, cheap. Ooh. Trying to go cheap. Chocolate chip cookie, cheap. I'm going to go birthday cake pop and you went Those chocolate chip cookie. Okay. Wow. I did it. Success. Me too. You only spent 20 and stayed within the 20. <gasps> I spent 19. Oh, crap. So Did we you both win? won. I just won more. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not convinced you could actually go to Starbucks today and do that. I think that was a bold faced lie. Okay. <laughs> they definitely weren't factoring in tax. Yeah, no, 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 no. All and, of that together would not, no, you couldn't do all of that. And for who could 20. even order all for one person? That's what they're ordering? That's a lot of stuff. Mm-mm. Golly. No. Okay. Um, I think we are expert budgeters. And I'm good. not itching to take another one. But here's the weird weird stat. I don't know who came up with this. Probably BuzzFeed. 96% of BuzzFeed users finish a quiz after starting one. 
So they just keep going. They binge okay. them. Okay. Here's some fun ones. Are you ready for this? All right. I'm going to quiz you. Okay. On which is not a BuzzFeed quiz title. Okay. So okay. which of these is not like Because you others? would be better at this than I would. Ready? Hit me. Walk us through your spending habits and we will reveal which Marvel character you are. That's a real one. Uh, let's find your hidden money personality based on your favorite one-liners from Barbie. Mm, keep going. Build a weird sandwich, and I'll tell you if you're going to become a billionaire. We're back on track. That sounds like BuzzFeed. <gasps> okay, so, so I'm going to go B is the least likely. Do you know, Lens? Yeah, B. You were wow! right. Wow! How did you know that? It wasn't weird enough. Okay. And your hidden money personality? I don't know. Yeah. Build a weird sandwich, and I'll tell you if you'll become a billionaire. That sounds like the stupid crap BuzzFeed <laughs> would come up with. Okay, so actually BuzzFeed announced in January that they're going to use AI to start generating quizzes and make them more personal. Watch out, BuzzFeed writers. You're going to be out of a uh-huh. job soon. What do you think? You think that it'll, like, be more accurate? Um, well, it says the, the AI quizzes will produce infinite results uniquely personalized to you. I, th- I don't think people care who came up with the quiz. As long as it's weird and piques my interest, I'm yeah. not like, is this human-generated or robot-generated? Is this it? Well, uh, before AI, you know, takes over everything, George, we actually created our own quiz— not with AI, human-made quiz. Here at Ramsey Solutions, just to get a pulse for people of like, hey, am I financially secure or insecure? So, Especially with money. People want to know where they stand, how they yes. measure up against their peers. And, you know, so I think this is, this is not one of those that's going to leave you in a dark place. This is just no. kind of a checkpoint. Where am I at? Because with people's, with money, I feel like people really do want to know like, okay, what is like the average salary in America? What is the average home you know, worth, uh, where, like, yeah, you want to kind of know how you're stacking up against people. And if you have debt, it's like, okay, what does the average person owe? Am I doing better than the average person? Yeah, it's just like, am I, you know, because I think we can all look on social media or look around at our friends, family, and it can kind of maybe all seem like everyone's doing yeah. In a similar way, Well, and if way, you compare right? yourself to broke people, you're already not doing great. Yeah, but you, you know don't always I mean? know if they're broke or not. So that's why you're like, oh my gosh, what's really going on? What's actually broke. And how am I? Yeah. That's true. Well, that let me say that before we take this quiz, I want everyone to know that 10 years ago, I would have failed this quiz miserably. Oh, yeah. And so regardless of where you stand on this quiz today, uh, just know that you can improve your score yes. over time. That is the whole goal of this podcast, to help people get better with money and actually talk about it. So if I if I took it today, I'm going to ace it. But 10 years ago, yeah, not so much. So not if so that's much. you, I just don't want to have anyone leave feeling shame, shamed 100%. because they didn't get a great score. And again, just like you said, you have the decision-making skills within you to make different decisions with your money. So Let's we are do all this. about the power, people. Get your pencils out. Just kidding. You can keep okay, track of this I, I, haven't, I haven't done this one yet. Oh, I'm excited to see. Okay, these are all yes or no questions, okay. and there's 10 questions. So My, all you have to do is count up how many no's you have. Okay. You ready? Yep. Question number one, yes or no? Did your parents talk about money growing up? <laughs> yes or no? Number two, did you ever take a personal finance course in school? Yes or no? Do you do a monthly budget? I hope so. Mm-hmm. Number four, can you pay for a $1,000 unexpected expense in cash? Number five, do you pay off your credit card balance in full each month? Number six, did you pay cash for your car? Mm-hmm. Some people just got their score knocked down. It's okay. It's okay. Everyone, just you just keep on moving. Hang with us. Just keep on moving. Yes or no? Number seven, are you investing at least 15% of your income into retirement? 
Number eight, is your mortgage or rent 25% or less of your take-home pay? And number nine, do you have three months of expenses saved just in case you lose your income? And finally, the last yes or no, number 10, if you have student loans, will they be paid off in the next two years? Wow. Okay, so the results are, if you said no one to three times, you're so secure. If you said no four to six times, you're not annoyingly insecure, but you're not super financially confident either. Mm. And if you said no seven to ten times, you're financially insecure. So. Wow. Uh, let's talk down, like, you know, let's some of the, the reasons of these, because these are very, you know, Ramsey-esque. There's a method to the madness. Questions, yes. Unlike BuzzFeed, there's no method and it's all madness. It's just all madness, yes. Yeah, we actually have a proven plan. And so knowing these, yes or no, for you out there watching or listening, it's important because you're able to, like, really pinpoint, okay, where am I financially? Because this is a good barometer of truly how you're doing. Agreed. So let's go through them. You start. Okay. So number one, did your parents talk about money growing up? Mm. Okay. So this is one though, I think you can like get over though. Like I know a lot of people. Get over it. No, no, no. Like get over the hurdle. Oh, okay. Get over the hurdle. Because yes, there's a disadvantage there because you're having to figure it out all on your own, right? Unless another adult in your life talked to you about it. So totally recognize that. But also I think that everyone grew up with things that they were taught or not taught. But as an adult, you kind of start to see, okay, I need to, I'm going to change this or do this better. So you really get to make your own, right, regardless of how you grew up. But uh, but if you did grow up with parents talking about money, at least the right way, that gives you an advantage. Because some parents hope. talk about it, you know, Well, when they did talk about it, it wasn't really talking. It was yelling and there was money fights in the household. Stress, yes. And so that can cause some trauma later in life as you start to handle money. For sure. Because you think, well, money equals stress. Yep, yep, exactly. So, so that's a big one. And yep. I'm going to say for me, it was it was kind of a middle ground. I'm going to say no. It wasn't talked about in the sense of here's how to handle it. Yeah. It was just more, we're talking about like, you know, getting a deal. We're, I'm couponing with my dad on a Sunday with the paper. You know, we're having a good time. Totally. We're out shopping. So I was around it a lot, but I yeah. don't remember specific discussions being like, son, this is what a budget is, you know? Yeah, totally, totally. So I, it was more, it was the more is caught than taught. Yes. I would see you how would, they handled yes. money, but we didn't talk about it. That's right. How about uh, you? Yes, we did. <laughs> I imagine. Oh, now, you Dave. joke that, like, you didn't have mutual fund birthday parties. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't, wasn't— People think, like, wow, Dave Ramsey's daughter. Oh, yeah. We weren't, like, obsessed about it because that's what some people think. Yeah, that all we talked about was money. Dave has a life, guys. He has that hobbies. Was, yes. It's not what we all talk about. But, yeah, I mean, they were—they, I mean, they taught us. They showed us bills, how to write checks, how to do a budget. This was back when you had Quicken, the CD that would go into your— Wow. CD-ROM. Yeah, and then you got your— Bank statements mailed, and I had to learn how to check off, and you check it off on Quicken. It was terrible. So before you got to sign on AIM, they were yeah, like, you got it, you Rachel. Got, you you got to get on your, Quicken I first. Know. <laughs> wow. Uh, Such a throwback. Learned about a mutual fund. Yeah, all of it. So it's very helpful. I and mean, then like, you have to master Roller Coaster Tycoon. And then you got to do it all. <laughs> Sims, you know, the whole thing. Next one. Did you ever take a personal finance course in school. This is a no for me too. So I'm I don't already think I for did. Two. I did econ and I had a great teacher my senior year. Though I don't think I did like a high school curriculum. That's fair. At my high school, I don't think we did. Yeah, we did for you? sure didn't over yeah. at Dedham High. They were they were that's what we <laughs> that's the called? town I grew up in. It's Dedham? not a joke, Rachel. How do you Dedham. D E D H A M. Okay. It's real Boston, you know, Dedham. Dude, you're from Dedham. Dedham. What are you gonna do? Dedham High. <laughs> Friggin' go socks. Uh anyways, here's the good news, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Our personal finance curriculum, 
foundations and personal finance is now in 48% of high schools. I know. That is so encouraging It was what, me. 7 million students graduated from it? Have graduated? That sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. So we want to empower the next generation. It's so way we're, more We're normal. doing our part. Yes, it is so normal now to have a personal finance course. And a lot of states are mandating it, which I love. Yeah, they're mandating financial literacy, which is great. So we're all for it. I think all states it, should require it. You know? And if you're looking for a good curriculum, look no further than the Ramsey Foundations and Personal Finance curriculum. Not because we're both in it. We are. Bias yeah. aside, it's just a good curriculum. It is so great. Okay, next. Go. Do you do a monthly budget? Yes, uh, now we I do. do. I know. Didn't always do it yet. College, and even when Winston and I got married, we didn't do it for a few months when we were married. And then I do remember, like six months in, he was the one that was like, we need to do a budget. And I was like, oh, man, mm. man. So then we did it. That was 13 and a half years ago. Wow. Now it's easy. Like, we've done it for so long. We know what to expect, pretty much. Like, Well, money has gone from stressful to a tool that you can use to live your best life. Yeah. And so that's the goal of budgeting. It's not that you have to be in that spot to begin with. The goal is to move from, hey, I'm in debt. I'm going to get control of my money. I'm going to pay this month. I'm going to pay these debts off. Yep. And I'm going to start to plan for what's ahead. When did you, like, truly start budgeting? How old were you? I was 24. Mm-hmm. It's when I started at Ramsey in 2013. I went through Financial okay. Peace University. We didn't have a fancy app at that point. We didn't yes. launch every dollar yet. Yep. And so it was still, you know, pen and paper and Excel mm-hmm. and some like online tools. And now it's yeah. it's sitting there on my phone. Oh, every dollar is so the best. If you have never budgeted, give every dollar a shot. Not because yes. we're biased, but we are, but because it's it so really, much it's easier so now easy. that it's just an app and I can my bank connects. I just drag the transaction up to the category yep. and I move on with you my know day. What I love I went to Costco on Sunday and I just like click groceries, how much we have left. And you kind of just figure out, okay, what can we, you know, I mean, like it just, it just does all the math for you. It's all right there. It's great. I love it. Love every dollar. Also, you went to Costco on a Sunday. That is a bold move. You know what? I was just telling someone, I couldn't believe I braved it with two kids. Yes. I was there on Saturday. No way. And if you show up before they open, it's hilarious because it looks like a bunch of people running a really sad marathon. They're all waiting outside with their cart. It's like supermarket sweep. Yes. <laughs> You're like ready to go. So there you go. Hit those aisles. Costco fans unite. Okay. Number four. Can you pay for a $1,000 unexpected expense in cash? I can now proudly say yes. Yes. It wasn't always the case. Yeah. So that's a big one because uh, I think the stat is four out of 10 Americans. Can't cover no, a $400 like, emergency. Yeah. That one, like, yeah. No savings. And yeah. so there, what happens is you then turn to credit cards. Yes. Or you borrow from family or you borrow against your 401k or you do something stupid because you're desperate. And so having that baby emergency fund is so key. Because, yes. yes, it's not enough to cover everything, but most of those ankle biters that get you mm-hmm. off track, it'll cover. It's there, yeah. Because especially if you go into debt for the emergency, not only do you have the issue with the emergency, but then you have a money issue after that, right? The compounding the It keeps the problem. going, yep. So, so that's big. That is baby step one of the seven Ramsey baby steps. So that's yep. a big one. All right, next. Do you pay your credit card balance off in full each month? Ooh. This one's going to ruffle some feathers. Be- I was shocked this one made the quiz. Yeah, I know, because we're not— Fans of credit cards around here, if you haven't heard. So usually it's like negative. But some people have credit cards and they are like, oh, no, they claim, oh, I pay it off every month. But the stat is like less than half of Americans actually do. I think 48%. Yeah. So. Which means 52% don't. Yeah. And those are the ones that are like, maybe they were telling the truth. We don't know. I have sneaking suspicions considering we just hit over a trillion dollars in consumer credit card debt that some people are not telling the truth. No. 
little liars out there. So, so, and even if you are paying it off in full each month, I think it's still a bad financial habit and you're spending more and you're stepping over a dollar to pick up your 2% cash back. Yep. And it's just not worth it. And I've yeah. had, I cut mine up because I had credit cards. So I'm not this guy who never had credit cards and mm -hmm. I'm above it all. I had the Amex Delta Sky Miles card because I was like, Bro, how would you pass up to Sky Miles? Totally. And I had the Discover Cashback card with rotating cashback. <gasps> back in, oh. It rotates. So it's like one month, it's like restaurants are 5% cashback. And I'm like, I'm going to be smart and go to restaurants this and month. And go out to eat and spend Because that's smart when you're $40,000 in debt. <laughs> and I thought I was winning. I thought, I this is, I'm playing the game, Rachel. I'm beating the system. And there's a psychological thing as we're talking about every dollar. There's something about going out to eat and you pay for it. It comes out of your account and you're done. You're yes. done. Versus getting a bill at the end of the month that you're still having to pay. You know what I mean? Like On top being, of all the other bills. Living just in the present with your money and you're just spending as you're going. You're so aware of it. You're yes. so aware of it. And there's not that bill at the end. So 100%. There is a so mental game I to it I encourage you sure. all, if you have a credit card and you refuse to cut it up, do the 90-day no credit card challenge. Just put it in a block of ice, lock it in a safe for 90 days and see if you spend your money differently. It's good. Love it. All right. Next on the list... Ooh, number six. Did you pay cash for your car? Mm. Can I tell you another crazy stat that I, I found out? I can't wait, yes. Car loans have now surpassed student loans. $1.58 trillion no in way. auto loans. How yes, did I know this? Ma'am. I no. just checked the latest stats because <gasps> I have no life. Because we would all go like, oh, car loans, like not good debt. People look at student loans like, well, it's an ROI, Rachel. It's an investment in my future. Most people— Cars, which I find fascinating that are in this financial space with us that we've had on our shows or we've talked to, you know, we'll disagree on some stuff of like, do you keep your accounts separate when you're married? Or yeah, student loans, even some of the credit card game. Almost everyone though is like, don't do a car loan. Like, I feel like it's the one piece of debt that like everyone kind of across the board pretty much agrees. Yeah. In our well, space. there's a reason you are getting a loan on a depreciating asset, meaning okay. that car is going down in value. And you're paying more because of interest for it. So it's like... So you buy a $40,000 car, you end up paying fifty because of interest. The car is now worth sixteen grand. Yeah. Tell me how that works out mathematically. Yep. So it here's the thing. They say, Rachel, the car market's so insane. You can't pay cash for a car. I have done a lot of dumb things. I've never had a car payment. Mm -hmm. I bought a Honda Civic for $6,000. Yep. And then I got this an old Tesla. It's now 10 years old. He's about to and be a teenager soon. Great. And he's doing great. You accidentally great. tried to get in my car one day thinking it was yours. <laughs> and I was like, greatest compliment of all time. <laughs> so there's that fact. They look the exact same. So there you go. But yeah, I paid so cash good. for that and it was very reasonable. Yes. And uh, it's been such a blessing to not have a yeah. car payment and get to use and that you know, money you, for other things. And you make uh, different choices. Like when we were even looking for, our, for, after we had three kids, we had to sell my car because all the three car seats wouldn't fit. And we were like, okay, do we get like an SUV, a minivan? And even looking at that, I'm like, the minivan was a third of the cost of like oh, these like wow. luxury SUVs. Yeah. And you're like, where am I going to, where do we want to spend our money? Like it makes you just you like, when it's your money, you're like, where do we really want this? And like, I would be sick to my stomach if we bought like a crazy nice SUV with three little kids and like peanut and butter they, and jelly sandwiches. I don't know, draw or, like, Sharpie everywhere. on the seat. Not that they would ever do that. They did that. That's a real thing. But on the minivan, so it's fine. <laughs> so like, the minivan, not the test. There, there's like a level where you're like, I can have peace with my stuff because I own yeah. it. When you and treat like, it and differently. It's done when and it's yours and you had to save up and pay cash for that thing, like you are taking care of it. Yeah, tell my kids that because they're not a, they're not living that life. George. I don't know that I could talk any sense into Charles. <laughs> the man's on a queen size bed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> living a better life than me. Instagram on my stories and I had like two or three people they're like all I think about is that king that queen bed when I see him. truthfully it's all I think about too <laughs> <laughs> 
My life changed after learning that fact. <laughs> So here's the key. You can save up and pay cash for a car. Does it mean driving something real dumpy right now? Probably. You'll be fine. You're not going to burn down while driving on the interstate. No. Just have some delayed gratification, pause, save up, and it may be a $6,000 car until you can get the $8,000 car. And then you get the ten. Upgrade in cash, mm-hmm. your life will be better. That's right. Okay, let's let's speed these last couple. Okay, you ready? Are you investing at least 15% of your income into retirement? Ooh. So this is going to be after all your debts paid. You have a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Then press play on investing, and you start investing 15% of your income. So, uh, yeah, this, this mathematically is what we found gives you a great head start into retirement, but then also gives you the margin to like save for kids' college or pay off your house early or upgrade your car, like do other things with your income while still saving up for retirement. That's huge. And that is baby step four in the Ramsey baby steps. And you don't need to overcomplicate this. If you have a 401k, a Roth Mm -hmm. IRA, that's all you need. You don't need to get crazy. You don't need to get fancy. You don't need to do single stocks and crypto. Yeah. Just mutual funds and a 401k will get you a millionaire status. Just let it ride. Let it ride. I love it. Okay. Number eight, is your mortgage or rent 25% or less of your take-home pay? This is a hard one. That's that's tough for a lot of people right now, right? Yeah, it really it. is. This is the this is one we kind of get knocked for because people are like, oh my gosh, it's so conservative. But the hard thing is, is I'm like, again, our goal for you is to have, you know, most of your income to be able to do things with it like pay off debt, save, invest, like spend, enjoy, give, like do other things and it not just go towards a mortgage or your rent. So that spacing is really important. So that's why the 25% is there, locked in for housing. And then everything else is a tool to use to really better your future with your money. Yes. And if you're currently investing, but you have a pile of debt and no savings, please pause. We love investing. But when you do it at the wrong time, you end up doing too many things at once and you don't make any progress. Mm -hmm. And so there is a time and place to invest. Yeah. People paying off debt, we found the biggest things to do to actually get more margin is pause your investing. Shop your insurance mm-hmm. because that's something that people do quarterly or annually and the rates are so different. So you could actually save so much money if you just shop your insurance again. And then if you got a big tax refund, adjust your withholdings to get more cash in your paycheck. So like, so that, that 15, that- That can give you a head start just doing those three things. Yes, exactly. So- Love it. But once you're out of debt, fully fund the emergency fund, be investing. All right. What's next? Uh, do you have three months of expenses saved up just in case you lose your income? This is a big one. Yeah, this is the fully funded emergency fund after you pay off debt. And yeah, this is this is one that I think like once you finish baby step three, which is this three to six months of expenses in a fully funded emergency fund, this is where I feel like people are like, okay, I can breathe. Yes. Like if you think about it, you have no bills, but your mortgage and you have money in the bank, like it just gives this like, it gives us peace and this freedom. Well, it takes away all those what ifs that are burning brain calories and living rent free in your mind. Yes. And it means like, oh, I can cut up the credit card because I use that as some like little security blankie. Yeah. And just for the just in case and the what ifs. That's right. You become the bank at this point. You don't need a lender. Mm -hmm. That's right. You can cover life's emergencies. Yeah. So three to six months is what you need of expenses, not income. That's right. There you go. And last one, number 10, if you have student loans, will they be paid off in the next two years? Mm. So you might have student loans, but you're like, it's going to take, based on what I'm doing right now, four, five, six years to pay off. We need to make some changes because you are financially insecure if you don't have a game plan to get rid of these fast. And we found on average for people following the baby steps, it takes 18 to 24 months to pay off all consumer debt, including student loans. That's right. Yep. Which is amazing. But people get intense. They up their income. They work extra. They cut everything. 
They really honed down and focused this on this. This is not minimum payment lifestyle. That's this right. is we're throwing an extra 500 bucks, an extra thousand bucks at these yes. student loans. Yep. And we're not waiting on someone else to solve this problem. That's right. So that's it. That's so good, George. Okay. We want to hear from you guys. So put Let in the comments. comments. Yeah. If you are financially secure, insecure. Yeah. How many no's it? did you get? So let's remind them the results. If you said no one to three times, you're very secure. Love it. If you said no four to six times, you're somewhere in between. And then if you said no seven to 10 times, you're financially insecure. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud to say I got eight out of 10. So I got two no's. So I am Good secure you. according to this quiz. Yes. I mean, I'll be According honest. to real life, very insecure, but financially, <laughs> crushing it. Killing it. I think I said no to one, but I feel like I had a leg up with old Dave. That's true. Being, being the dad, right? And there's nothing wrong with Teach. that, you know? I know. Like, I hope to be that for my kids. Sure. Totally. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Second gen here representing. That's what's up. The help okay, of the knowledge. Fun. All the knowledge. I can't wait to see all the comments and see where people stand. I know. And and share the quiz, too, with your friends because maybe we'll go Could viral. we go viral like we a BuzzFeed quiz? Oh, my gosh. If we were bigger than BuzzFeed. Let's not get out of hand here, Rachel. Die. Okay. Talk about going viral, Rachel. I want to talk to the listeners for a second. Have you guys played Tapple? This is a uh, – it's been around for a while, but it went viral on TikTok mm -hmm. with almost 172 million views. I don't know about it's you. crazy. I have not gotten seven, 172 million views no, yet. we haven't. So this game only takes about 10 seconds to play each round. You pick a category, and then you hit the first letter of each word you say that goes with that category. So to keep things fun, we came up with five categories that we think would make for an interesting game, Rachel. Yeah. So it's a little um, smart money happy hour edition of Tapple, if you will. Yeah. I think you could play uh, Taylor Swift songs. Okay, so songs that start with a certain letter that are from Taylor Swift. Yep. That's a fun one. Uh, brands of coffee. You would appreciate that. Uh, that Folgers is the one that comes to mind. Oh <laughs> Not my Pure favorite. Egg. <laughs> sure. Reality TV shows. That would be me. I'd be great. Be great at that. Selling Sunset. Uh, oh, love it. I know you. So basic. So good. What's another, uh, what's another category? Slang words for money. That's oh, funny. I would do great at that one. Dough. That's the first one I gave Skrilla. That was my rap <gasps> name in high school. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nobody called me anything in high school. Why am I even saying that? Uh, how about this one? Names of uh, drinks? Oh, that's good. Yeah. M make it difficult. Only mocktails. Oh. That's that's really hard. Coke. Sure. Coke. That counts. You guys, start making memories today and pick up Tapple at Walmart or wherever you buy games and tag us if you're playing because oh, we want to see it. What if they filmed so a little round on Instagram and tagged us? Oh. Just one little round. Especially using your categories. That <gasps> would make my day. I would ne I've never felt more relevant in my life. Just we're so in. What's up, guys? If you want to be better with money, your first step is to start budgeting with every dollar. This is the app Rachel and I both use, and trust me, it's great because it gives you everything you need to make budgeting easier, faster, and dare I say, even enjoyable. Yeah, I think you can say that, George. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable to have more money, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you're intentional with your spending. Guys, download every dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today. All right. Well, it's almost the end of this episode, and we close out every episode with Guilty, guilty as charged. charged. And this is where our producer, Lindsay, gives us a new Guilty as Charged question every week. And if we are guilty, we have to take a sip. So, Lindsay. Hit us. So, about quizzes, I was curious, what quizzes are you guilty of taking? Like, oh, ones that you're— uh, do you, Can you remember one that you're embarrassed about that maybe you took as a kid or— like a Guilty pleasure quiz? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Like, what Britney Spears song are you? Did you take that? 
I did not take it, so I don't know. It's all a little blur at this point. Did I own her album? Was it my first CD? I don't remember exactly all the details. (laughs) Did I buy it at Strawberries in Mm. Dedham? The Dedham Plaza? I don't know. So any quizzes you can remember taking? I don't... uh, In recent memory. I did a ton in those magazines. So it was probably like, you know, what color eyes... You know, does your dream boy have? Or like, I mean, like, I feel like they always had like it was always a guy quiz. Like, oh. where are you most like most likely to have your first kiss, or like whatever? You know, mm-hmm. like it was those kind of quizzes. Yeah, I feel like I do the t- like which TV show character are you? Those are the ones I those fell for fun. in my quiz era, if oh, yeah. you will. Mm-hmm. Like, which character from The Office are you? And you would be like, I'm totally a Jim, and he'd be like, You're Kevin. I'm like, oh, Okay, <laughs> thanks, <Kevin. Buzzfeed. laughs> doing great. Kevin. So I stopped taking those quizzes. Oh. I found they were unhelpful to my. <laughs> Have you guys ever taken the what season are you quiz? Oh. That's a thing that I I recently took. Oh, that's fun. I didn't have to take it. Someone just told me. What they are spoke you? it over me that, winter? I was, that I was a winter. Oh, I, I guess it. 100%. When it comes to fashion, if y'all don't know, okay. Google fashion season color quiz. Wait, did you yeah. do like your colors? Yeah, I don't that's know what that it had any doing. science behind it because it ranged from like navies and maroons to bright Barbie pink. And I was, I didn't understand how this works scientifically. You know, there is. They look at your skin color, your hair, all that. Based on my skin color, nothing <laughs> that goes That was a thing back in like the 2000s. Well, I took it recently. And it's like back. All that's coming back. Yeah. It's so funny. We love a quiz. We love a quiz. Love a quiz. All right. Who? I, look at me, George. I'm surprised. I was too. Did you ever drink cough syrup better, growing up? It got better as the segment went on, as the episode went on. That's fair. So this drink is called a Crown Stag, a very cool name for a very interesting drink. <clears throat> I will say it draws you back in like a toxic ex. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's kind of like you're like, is it good? That's kind of how I felt. I was like, I hated it at first. And like, and I remember why I didn't like you. It. And then you're like, well. I know. Then you kind of get used to it. And then after you're like, man, why did I do that? But then it's sitting here and you're like, well, I'll, I'll But I will say it's, it's very complex. It's kind of a little booze forward. It? Chambord raspberry liqueur. So that's where that fruity wow, raspberry comes through. Wow, wow, wow. Jägermeister. Okay. Which is a German herbal liqueur that has like 52 spices blended in there. Oh, so that's where you get that kind of licorice medicinal I've ever had flavor. I've heard of it. Well, only know. like dudes did it as a joke in college. Oh, it was like yeah. Jagerbombs. Yeah, Jagerbombs. You remember that? Mm-hmm. So they kind of ruined the brand. And then vodka. Okay. So it's just different types like of. One out of the three. <laughs> yeah. But it's honestly not bad. Like if you just showed me those ingredients, I would be like hard pass. But it's decent. If you enjoy cough syrup, you will like this drink. (laughs) We've all, you know, enjoyed a little NyQuil every now and then. Yeah. Uh, The cost breakdown, $3.20 a serving. What's your rating? Uh, I'm going to go 7 out of 10. Wow. It's a strong rating. Really? A C? I wish we could replay the clip of Rachel at the beginning when she took a (laughs) sip. I would have never guessed 7 out of 10. I'm going to go 5 out of 10. Okay, maybe maybe now you're convinced me. I mean, 6 to 7 out of 10. Like it's I'll not like the best. I would not drink it again unless it was the only thing at the party. At you know. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yes, I would never order this. If I was at the cruise house and it was like we made a punch bowl of stag, whatever crown yes. stag, crown stag. <laughs> I, I, okay, I will say this: Michael Reddish got so mad at me in my amaretto sour. I rated it very low because mm. it was just way too sweet for me. And I think I would drink this over that still. Wow. Okay, yep. mm-hmm. there you go. Well, uh, I said five out of ten. You went seven out of ten. Six and a half out of ten. Okay, it's getting lower as the night goes on. <laughs> but hey, make like it at home because uh, you might love it out there. That's the thing. Yeah, this is oh, all very 100%, subjective. Hundred percent. This is just 
one man's opinion, one woman's opinion. That's right. So you can get so the myself. recipe in the show notes and give it a try this weekend. Well, if you liked this, if you like a BuzzFeed quiz, if you like anything you saw here, make sure to click that subscribe button and also leave a review because Please. our reviews help us so much. We just want to know what you're thinking about the episode. Give us what a little inside joke in that review because we look at them and we're like, oh, yeah. But don't troll They're me and just listening. write espresso because that <laughs> happened. Or do it. That was so great. It's fine. So Call great. Me. Go ahead. You know what? It only help. It only fuels the fire. It was great. You guys are great. George, you're great. You're great. You guys, we'll see you next Thursday on a new episode of Smart, Smart Money, Money Happy, Happy Hour. Hour.